Welcome, all fellow wannabes. Welcome to the show. I am Gabriel Fast. I am one of your hosts, and you are listening to Game Club. Um, I'm joined by my current club member, Hayden Walker, as we are going through our final portion of our review of CrossCode. Hayden, it has finally come. It has finally happened. It has finally come to a head. How long have we been playing this game, man? Like a mm, while? It's. I mean, has it been like five months? I think so. I think we started playing it like in January. Yeah. So it's been a while, but it's kind of funny how you sit down and you play, you know, three or four hours here and there, and then I don't know. It just feels like I've been playing this game for an eternity, but uh, mm. it's always been kind of like spread out. You know what I mean? Like. I haven't like actually just sat down to just like blitz this game, you know, um, at any point in time. But have you been? In, have you gotten a chance to sit down with? I know you you had, you hadn't gotten to play quite as much as I did, but yeah. have you gotten to sit down a little bit more and, and play it more? Or I have, yeah, pretty decent amount. I think I'm about about 35 hours in. You played it for the, the past weekend? Is that what you said? Sorry, I had something happen with my microphone. I'm about 35 hours in. I've been playing it a little bit here and there. It's kind of added up. Nice, nice. So, obviously, this is our fourth uh, entry into our review series of doing CrossCode. And I'm, I'm kind of sad that uh, I'm not going to be, you know, that we're not going to be talking about this game anymore. But it is releasing on console, finally. Um, oh, yeah? Yeah, I just saw on Switch. It's actually going to be coming to Switch uh, July 17th. Um, cool. So, you know, ladies and gentlemen, this is kind of a cool uh, game to, they're going to, you know, give our kind of our final thoughts on our review of it. It's a huge game. You know, I feel like we've kind of done our best to give give our thoughts on it. And um, I'm excited to hear what you have to say, especially since you've gotten to sit down with it. I, I checked my hours played in this game and granted a lot of it, I think is from a is AFK, but it said I had over a hundred hours in the game. Really? Wow. But I don't think that, I mean, a lot of that has to be AFK, you know, and things like that. But mm -hmm. still, you know, we spent a, a decent amount of time over a period of time playing this game. And I feel like we're going to be able to bring some stuff to the table, uh, you know, with our review. But before we get into yeah. our, you know, for, the formal side of things, let's kind of talk a little bit, man. How have you been? Oh, I've been really good. Just chilling. Just chilling in the yeah. time of the COVID? Yeah. Yeah, it's been fine. That's about all you can do now. You know, these days. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, that's that's how it goes. Have you been playing any other games besides CrossCode? Yeah, um, I've been playing Minecraft. Minecraft. They just came out with the Nether update. Yeah, I saw so, that. Yeah, and you know, I've been playing Minecraft. That was like the first video game I started playing. So it's kind of cool just to go back and have like a whole new segment to explore. Right. So is it like? Is it a story update or is it just mostly, I mean, what is it? Um, they just made the nether a lot. There's a lot more to it now. There's different biomes in it, more uh, creatures, stuff like that. Nice. So nether is like the portal you open up basically and you go to, it's another dimension, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. That's awesome. I saw that they, I think they did another update for Minecraft Dungeons as well. Have you gotten to dive into that um, at all? Yeah, no, I haven't got it yet. Have you? Yeah, we actually did a, an episode not too long on it, uh, not too long ago on it. Um, gonna be releasing, God knows when, I don't know, um, for Game Club. And uh, yeah, I I really like the game. It's a dungeon crawler, so yeah. you know it's a little bit different than just your standard Minecraft thing. But I've I've really enjoyed my time with it. I mean, I've like I said, I never really played a a, a true dungeon crawler, but yeah, I think people who like dungeon dungeon crawlers and who like Minecraft and 
you know, who like games, I mean, I think you're really going to like the game. I would definitely check it out. It's definitely worth $20 in my opinion. So yeah, such a good value. Yeah, totally. But ladies and gentlemen, if you didn't know already, you are listening to game club. Uh, basically what we do here is we talk video games a lot. We give a detailed review sometimes over the course of several episodes, a couple times a month. Some of these games you already know, and some of these you don't, which is all the more reason to be a part of the club. All done in wannabe fashion and geeked out goodness. Today we are reviewing CrossCode. In our constant efforts and attempts to make quality content, we have branched off into several podcast feeds, of which are available to you as the listener right now. We're going to we're gonna tell you a little bit about PopCult, but definitely go over to wannabecritic.com to check out all the different podcast feeds, the YouTube channel, all that jazz. We're, we're adding stuff all the time and doing all these doing all these things to be a part of everything because... That's just what wannabes do. But um, we're also, today's episode is brought to you by PopCult. If you want to go on to popcultusa.com and use the code the underscore wannabe critic in all lowercase, you can get some sweet merch at a discounted rate of 20% off your entire order. That's where I got this dope natural light hat. I reached out to PopCult and they were like, yeah, we would love to work with you. And it's been an awesome opportunity. So that's the underscore wannabe critic. Now that we've gotten all that crap out of the way, Hayden. We're here to talk about CrossCode. That's right. So, did you get some new glasses, my guy? Yeah. Thanks yeah. for noticing. Yeah, it's nice. Look, look, those are some dope frames. I, I like those. Where'd you get Thanks, those? Thanks, man. Warby Parker. Warby Parker. I got a, I got a yeah. pair from from there. Uh, not or well, I guess it was a few years ago, but I really liked them. Sturdy stuff for the price. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not bad for at sure. all. Not bad at all. But here we go. We are getting into our CrossCode number four review now. For those of you who haven't listened to the other episodes, if you're just coming across this for the first time, we're gonna, probably going to throw this up on YouTube, actually, um, to kind of do some cross-promotion for the podcast and things like that. Um, CrossCode is a action-adventure RPG, but the catch is you are playing inside of an MMO. Now, there's no other players interacting with you. It's all NPCs. But from what I've played of MMOs, it feels like a very much lived in world. It's very, it's a, it's, you know, it's 2d, but it has, you know, lots of, lots of modern things mixed, mixed with retro things, uh, kind of giving you like a, a Zelda like experience, but there's just so much to do. And I, I spent quite a bit of time with it, um, this weekend, you know, to kind of wrap up our review and, you know, I, I really wanted to beat the game before we actually, um, did our final review, but it just wasn't going to happen, you know, but we've spent, I've spent a lot of time with the game and over, over the course of, of a period of time. And I'm going to play more. I've reached out to the um, developer and publisher to see if we could potentially get some review codes where we could try out the console version. So that might be coming. Not 100% sure yet. They seem pretty optimistic about it and I'm pretty optimistic about it. So, you know, we'll see what happens, but no promises. So you'll probably, this probably won't be our last episode, but this will be our last official you know, concurrent club episode. Um, mm-hmm. But this is a a breath of fresh air in a lot of ways for me um, with this game. And the more I play it, the more I start to see everything I like with it and the more I start to see everything I don't like with it. Yeah. So I, we're just going to kind of dive into our final thoughts here of what we've experienced. And, um, you know, we'll give a, an overall score at the end of it. And, you know, it's still going to be, I'm saying right now for me, it's still going to be a review in progress because I will be continuing to play after this review, you know, after we're done with this review. Yeah. And, uh, you know, especially now that I've kind of found my groove, I think I'll be playing it a lot more, but, um, Hayden, I'm going to let you kind of take the lead so far, you know, starting out. 
Um, what have been, you know, what's kind of been your experience with this game from the beginning? Like, kind of, can you kind of paint the picture for us for, you know, all the way back when we did episode one? Yeah. Well, my first impression was it is very reminiscent of like old style RPG games, but it's also got a modern take on it, you know, with being the whole massively online multiplayer style. So. I mean, I haven't played a lot of RPG games, but this one's made a good impression so far. Right. Yeah. Overall. Um, how much, you know, let me ask you this. What has been the hardest part for you of trying to boot up this game and start playing it? And like, why has it been difficult to just say, okay, I'm just going to like kind of power through this and like really devote my time to playing it. What has kind of been your overall, you know, like what has been your feeling? What has been your feelings about the game? My, I mean, if we're like jumping straight into the things I don't like about it, the main reason it's been difficult at times to boot up is because it can feel a little bit grindy to me. Yeah. Like it's, you know, sometimes it's just hard to open a game knowing that you're going to be running over the same areas, looking for the same stuff, doing the same puzzles. So that's kind of been difficult at times, but I found that once I actually get it up and going, it's not so bad. You know, it's just, you just got to get the momentum going and usually I'll have a good time if I stick with it. So, yeah, no, I totally agree with that. Um, as far as like, you know, has it been one of those things like you'll sit down and play it for like a couple hours at a time or has it been like ah, an hour here, an hour there, you know, oh, that we have a review coming up. Um, I guess I better play it a little bit before we, you know, before we review it. Mm-hmm. Is, has it been that thing? Has, has it been that thing of it's crossed your mind and you're like, I want to play this? You know, it depends. Like, there's been plenty of times where I sit down and like, you know, I don't have anything else to play. I'll play CrossCode. Right. And um, it, it'll go one of two ways. I'll either sit down and play it for like three, four hours at a time. I'll sit down, play it for... I don't know, like 30 minutes, get upset and then close it. Cause (laughs) (laughs) there was, there was like a, a solid week where I tried to play it like three or four times. And I was trying to defeat this, uh, this giant hedgehag. Did, have you, did you do that quest where you have to, uh, is the one where you go inside the, uh, is it inside the cave or no, that was a different thing. No, this is pretty early. I think I know it's when you have to go to a certain, uh, part of the map and there's a whole bunch of hedgehogs and you have to defeat all of them and when you defeat all of them the giant hedgehog comes out i fought that thing so many times and i got so upset because i couldn't defeat it is that where it's like raining and like you're, it's like yes. a special piece of gear okay i mm-hmm. i have i still have that quest to do and i was like yeah i was looking all around autumn's rise and i was like where is that place because I, I want that gear because there's something that happens a little bit later in the game i'm like is there a piece of gear i missed i can't get to this area because I feel like there's an ability or a piece of gear that I need. I was like, I don't feel like the game would hide that from me if it's like a key mm-hmm. part of me getting to a certain area. But yeah, I'm actually still looking for that quest myself. So there you go. Um, yeah, no, I I can definitely relate to that though with with the difficulty. Um, mm-hmm. And c- continue. That. I don't want to. I don't want to break your train of thought if you if you're on a roll. Um, but you know, with that being said, w- once I did, you know. You know, same with puzzles. Once you finally do get through it, it is very rewarding. I mean, it's just like classic video games. They're hard. And you're going to 
end up upset a lot because you have to do it over and over again. But when you get it, it's a very rewarding feeling. So that, that's that's kind of a bitter, bittersweet thing about the game to me. Let me ask you this. What trees, like what skill trees have you gone down for your circuits? Because um, you know, I think we talked about it in the last episode. Like it can be kind of confusing to look for your skills because they have it labeled as circuits. And that was probably in a tutorial yeah. somewhere that I just kind of missed by accident because, you know, whatever. But what mm -hmm. what did you decide to kind of go focus on one path or did you, at some point you're capped um, and you yeah. can't go any further until you progress the story. But like, did you go all around or which, which way did you decide to go? I'm trying to think what the, it's technically called, but I'm kind of gearing more towards the offensive side of things. Okay. So you've yeah. gotten like your focus arts and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. gotcha. So I, I only just recently, I did the same thing. I was like, man, I feel like I'm getting my butt kicked. And I feel mm -hmm. like I, I, I realized I should have. It's kind of funny how those skill trees, you feel like you should probably just stick to one because that's what common mm -hmm. video game knowledge has kind of taught you in the past. But actually this game feels like it's kind of encouraging you to kind of branch out a little bit because you have focus arts for guarding projectiles defense and um may, uh well yeah defense projectiles like just a straight up charge art and then like a melee charge art basically so like all these different abilities that go with your you know all these sub abilities that go with your core abilities and I'm only recently just realizing that I could have made so many encounters a hundred times easier if I would have used these. And I feel mm -hmm. that's that's been one thing about the combat where I do like it, but it's like, man, I feel like there should be more. And I'm excited to see where, you know, those abilities kind of take me later on whenever, you know, whenever the world really, really opens up. But um, yeah, about that, isn't there I haven't done this myself, but I was reading some reviews about it. And can't you? undo like certain um can't you like swap mechanics like a certain skill to my knowledge like whenever you pull, pull up your skill tree you're in like the center of mm -hmm. like this diamond but it's like split into four different squares so like you have a diamond above you a diamond to the side a diamond below a diamond to the right and you're a diamond in the middle so it's like making this mm -hmm big box of all these skills and to my knowledge once you unlock everything in that first diamond i think those other four trees actually split off and like i think you can actually swap out you know four different things like yeah. the, the the combat abilities like there is a lot to be unlocked in the game combat wise combat wise mm -hmm. but you know that's that's dozens and dozens of hours later you know what i mean um but it's still Here's my thing, and you know we're gonna we're gonna get into overall discussion. I'm kind of jumbling it up a little bit, but um, the thing about the interesting thing about this game is it still makes you feel like you're in an MMO, um, which is a good thing and a bad thing. So that's kind of what I wanted to get into, and I, and I was kind of feeding you some questions just to kind of get the conversation primed. But um, as far as negative things i feel like maybe we could lead with that i feel like you voiced some some of yours is there any more that you'd like to voice negative wise mm. nothing comes to mind immediately okay maybe once we start talking about it a little more okay yeah let me let me put some feelers out there and let's see what happens so for me i hate whenever games have just an incredibly long tutorial yeah 
But at the same time, I feel like there has, for a game like this, there's so much to be learned. The first uh, area really just feels like a giant tutorial. Because if you, sure haven't, is, if, yeah. you, if you haven't played in a while, you know, I think around episode two or three of this particular review, we actually had um, sat down and I was like, man, how, whenever you go back to the game, it's like, how does this work? Like, how do I, how do I pull up the map? You know, cause it's not, you don't have, you don't have a, and this is, this is kind of a two edged sword. Like it, it does fall into that kind of old school way of, um, your quests are on the map, but you don't have map markers. Like you have to make the markers yourself of where your quests are going to be. So you'll get the, you'll get all the information for these quests and like you're so if you have all these quests complete, you're like, oh, I have to go to where, where, like wh- who's so and so. And if you're not actively playing the game all the time, you're going to forget who these people are. So then Definitely. I find myself like in all these cumbersome environments, like where am I supposed to find this guy? And I feel like I, I'm just, mm-hmm. you know, kind of and then eventually, you know, I did collect, oh, each area. Once you go to a certain area, each area literally is labeled as such you know uh autumn's rise you know path pathway three or pathway two or whatever and stuff like Mm -hmm. that and i feel like that's kind of cool keeping that nostalgic like old school way of doing it but at the same time it's like how hard would it have been to put some sort of waypoint marker on you know and maybe there's a way to mod it i don't know but to me what do you think as far as like as, as far as getting around in the world which i recently just discovered or, you know, just remembered rather that you could fast travel. I was going back and forth to all these different places rather than just fast traveling. So I think that actually, you know, put a little bit of time into my stuff as well. But um, how do you feel like the travel works, the traversal? I agree with you. I, I'm not a big fan of the map. I feel like I would be a whole bunch further in the game if I had waypoints. And just kind of like general guidance of where to go. So yeah, I mean, I would have liked to see the map done a little differently. It's been confusing at times where to go and how to get there. And yeah, fast traveling does help a lot once you once you learn to do that. But Yeah, and like I feel like even something like Rookie Harbor, which should be pretty straightforward, there's all these markets and all this stuff to do. And like mm-hmm. there's all these stacked environments and like all these buildings on top of each other. It's like, oh my god. Mm-hmm. And like anytime you go pick up a quest, not only... The main quest hub that you go to, you cannot pick up quests there. It just tells mm-hmm. you where all the other quest givers are. So then you're like, well, where are they at? And then yeah. I feel like those areas just aren't differentiated enough for me to remember, oh, that's where I need to go. Like there's no landmarks that make me think mm-hmm. it's very much stuck in kind of an old school way. And obviously, you know, we had the developer on this podcast or on, you know, the wannabe critic back when it was got geekly biweekly. And he he said there was a definite love for that nostalgic old school way of, of telling a story, you know, through a, a game back in the day. But, you know, I feel like there we've praised this game in some ways for it modernizing, you know, like us feeling like some of the dungeons and puzzles like, oh, my God, I feel like I'm in Breath of the Wild or something because mm-hmm. these puzzles are, are not hard, but they're they're just challenging enough to where you're like, OK, you know, you feel like it's a modern day puzzle. Um mm-hmm. I wanted to see that kind of like implemented with the traversal, you know, and, and whenever I hop onto it in console, you know, on console, I, I think I'm going to have a, a much better time and I probably will sit down to play it more because I'm using a PlayStation controller right now, even on the computer. Um, but either way, it's like, I would like to have seen that changed a little bit. Um, we talked a little bit about the combat. One thing about the combat is it's very repetitive. But it's always rewarding, especially when everyone unlocks oh, yeah. some of those skills. Like, I feel like I'm in an anime or something like that. I feel like mm. if I would have had this game as a kid, 
it would have been very easy to like let my imagination run wild with what Leah was doing mm. and things like that, you know, um, which, you know, I, it's, it's a very satisfying combat experience. Very, you know, very, very action packed without really being quote unquote violent, um, which mm. I really enjoy. Yeah. I think the combat is, is genius. It's, it's, re- it's really satisfying. Yeah. And it's really good with a controller too, which is, which I appreciate. Totally. I totally agree. The one thing I feel like the combat could be, you know, could utilize, um, is probably a lock on mechanic. Um, I don't think, is there a way, I don't think there's a way to lock on, is there? No, not that I know of. Yeah. I feel like that would have been a nice little touch to have. You know, and just like a way to switch targets. I feel like that would have been, mm. you know, a nice little mechanic to have. Because there would be times whenever I'm throwing my, my discs and I'm like just missing. But it would be nice, you know. And I know it's kind of the point of, you know, having that twin stick idea. Um, that's another thing. You have hack and slash mixed with, you know, like hack and slash like slash like beat em up type, type vibes with twin stick, you know, bullet hell and stuff like that. Which is a really, it's a really satisfying mix of combat. And I feel like if, if you like that kind of like snappy combat where it's kind of high intensity and just the way the grade system works too, like each time you defeat an enemy, like your grade goes up and whenever your grade goes up, you do more damage, but you only have a certain amount of time before that grade lowers and then you lose your momentum. I, I love that because it makes it feel like every battle is important. And even if you do have to grind to kind of level up or kill a bunch of enemies, like as long as you're keeping the momentum going, it almost kind of turns into like a rhythm game a little bit mm-hmm. of... I better do this fast, you know, and you kind of, the, it, it's just, it, it works really good. I love it. I just would have liked to see a, a lock on mechanic implemented. Um, let's talk about the sound design for a minute. This might be, I don't want to say my favorite part of the game, but it is 100% one of my favorite parts of the game. The design mm. of the audio in conjunction with the design of the layout of the game, each area feels different which is nice I, have you gotten to bergen yet no okay gotcha well well that's the thing is each you know uh what's the name of the the continent croissant something the croissant yeah. or whatever it's like shaped like a croissant um each area has different biomes and even though like the kind of overall setup is the same once you go to the mountain it very much feels like you're in the mountain like new mechanics get mm-hmm. added for traversal and like it's just different enemies and it's like oh like this is kind of cool and then whenever you go back to the other enemies, you're like, oh, I can't believe I, I was struggling with these guys, you know, the first time and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And it's just a really cool, uh, it's just a really, you know, the world is awesome, but the sound design, f- whether it be the music itself or even just the combat, the way everything feels with everything, you know, the way everything feels in conjunction with everything, the way everything sounds. I mean, what did you think about the sound design? I think the music is just great. Yeah. It's not... You know, it's that music that'll get stuck in your head, but it's not repetitive. Totally. And, you know, it's not like a burden to listen to it for hours at a time. Totally. It's just there, and it complements the game. It's really nice. I like it a lot. I like that. It complements the game. It fits perfectly mm-hmm. in the game, almost like Zelda-esque, really. Um, yeah, yeah, exactly. You just don't really get sick of it. I would buy it on vinyl. If there was a vinyl of this soundtrack, I would totally buy it if it was out there. So, Felix, if you're listening to this or watching this, hook a brother up. Um but no, I think that that to me, you know, just being we're both musicians, you know, that being a big part of our lives and really, you know, music being a big part of it. That's definitely a big part of, you know, uh, a game developers thing is, OK, how, how is the music going to feel? And I feel like each 
piece perfectly represents it. The, the battle music can get a little repetitive at times, but it very much reminds me of like whenever I was a kid playing Pokemon games and mm-hmm. like the, the scores from those games, it's very reminiscent of that. And yeah, like you said, definitely not a burden to listen to at all. Um, dialogue. I want to talk about this. This is some of the funniest dialogue I have ever seen in a game. Um, especially because, you know, the whole point of, of Leah, uh, much like an RPG character, um, a traditional RPG character, uh, she has amnesia for some reason. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so, and also her voice module is broken. So literally she, mm-hmm. for a while she unlocks more and more words as time goes on, but for a good while all she can say is Leah. And then she is able to say hi, you know. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that's hilarious because... <laughs> Someone will say something like, I don't know, just something kind of off the wall, and she'll be like, hi, like with a question mark. And I just, I love that. I love how. I like it too. Yeah. Go ahead. Do you have something more you want to say? It, it's just, I don't know. It's it's like, it's kind of adorable. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> that that feels weird to say, but it's just, yeah. I like it a lot. It's just nice. Cute. It's it's a cute yeah, mechanic. Yeah, it's cute. It's yeah, cute. It's, yeah. it's a cute mechanic, and it's kind of like, oh, like. I don't know. You feel happy. You you feel yeah, happy it's, to play. It's almost heartwarming. Yeah, like you you like the fact that you're kind of in the shoes of this of this character, you know. And I feel like that is a huge part of connecting with the game is how how you can feel with the character because you're I'm interested. Like I'm like, okay, well, what happened to Leah? Because we have this huge sequence at the beginning of the game, you know, where we're fighting that boss and all this stuff. And I, to my knowledge, I think that was Leah that we were playing as. But mm-hmm. we don't remember and we don't know what happened. So to me, I'm like, well, I want to know what happened. Like you just you very much feel kind of on board with what Leah's trying to do. And it's just living in this world and trying to find out about herself, you know, which is cool. But the dialogue is just it's just so it's different, but it's also just very simple. And I like that. You know, there's times where you, there's quite a bit of reading, you know, and there's no spoken dialogue. But um, all the dialogue in the game is reading. So if you don't like to read and you need, you know, and you want to know what's going on, you're, you may not like this game. But because mm-hmm. um, I feel like that's that's a good portion of the game is actually it definitely is. Yeah. Engaging in dialogue. But um, is there any is there anything that I'm missing? I feel like we talked about the gameplay. We talked about the sound design. We talked about, um, you know, and those were some positive things. Uh, is there any like glaring? I have, so, you know, I feel like I've talked about most of the glaring things that I wanted to say. Um, do you feel like this game moves at a pace that is different from most games? Different from most modern games, for sure. Yeah, like, do you, have you ever played a game that paces this way, where it's like, I could literally play this forever, is what it feels like? Yeah, I mean, I'm sure that I, there's definitely games out there, but that's yeah. probably, that's probably the wrong way to, to say it. But it's it's a different. I've never seen a game like this before, really. You know what I mean? I don't think. I mean, it, just the concept alone, I feel like there, it has to stand out. Like the pacing has to be different for you to buy the fact that you're inside of an MMO, which mm-hmm. I totally do. Like I forget that I'm in a single player game sometimes. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But yeah, I uh, it, it is kind of funny how I'm I'm just now getting to, you know, like the end of the second area I think, and uh, it's like 
I'm finally getting to like my first dungeon actually, but I've spent all this time doing all this stuff, but I couldn't, and I, I have something else I wanted to say too. I couldn't have gotten to that point, you know, without doing all these things, you have to be certain level to do stuff. And you know, like there's certain things that require you to be a certain level. And that's getting on the, this is another nitpick I have or another negative thing I have as far as like the leveling goes. If there is a mission where it's level 15 and you're level 12 or 13, I would not attempt it because you'll probably fail. Like you have to be, you you really should be right on level. There's been some simpler missions where I've been a little under level, but like for the most part, you need to pretty much be either no more than one level below for it to work and have all your circuits upgraded mm -hmm. for the most part. Have you have? Is that been maybe kind of part of your frustration as to why you've been sucking? I don't know if it's a. Uh... A frustration so much because i mean it's telling the truth if you need to be level 15 you need to be level 15 and that's fair it's yeah. not like it's understating it so i don't know i kind of appreciate it in a way but yeah it can be annoying sometimes yeah when it's kind of funny you get one mission at the very beginning of the game that's like you have to be level 50 to complete this or you know that's recommended and that's when it, like it's like a mission of analyzing all the flowers and plants and stuff across the entire world and stuff. So each time mm -hmm. you get a new one, it'll be like, oh, this new plant's analyzed. Almost like a, you know, like a bestiary of sorts or a, you know, an encyclopedia trying to get all these things analyzed. And that's kind of cool knowing that you have an active goal that you're probably going to get a minuscule reward for, you know, at the end of the game once you, or, you know, towards the end of the game, once you get upwards of level 50 and stuff like that. But at the same time, like I'm level 20 something, I think. And which, by the way, what level are you? Mm, I'm not sure. Gotcha. I last time last time I remember I was level nine, but I think I'm higher than that now. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, I uh, I'm level twenty something now, and I I still feel like getting to level fifty is going to be quite a chore, which is is exciting, but it's also kind of overwhelming in a way because. You know, I don't know how much time I'm going to have to play, but I want there's missions I have that I'd like to complete. You know what I mean? So and I'm glad it doesn't do that thing of there's just quests everywhere for you to be able to pick up and complete. Like there's there's mm -hmm. a handful of quests in each area that you can go that have multi leveled things like you complete the first step, you know, the first thing of it. Then you get the next the next part of that mission from that particular, you know, get or that particular uh guild member or or whatever that particular uh npc squad or whatever you know like they give you tiered um they give you tiered missions which i really really like so mm -hmm. that's pretty dope um yeah i mean do you have anything else that you want to say before we kind of get to our overall summation one thing i did i would like to add is there is a demo for the game did you ever play the demo no i didn't um, it's good because it gives you a really good idea of whether you're going to like the game or not. Really? So is it, does it, has a, is it anything that we've played so far as it puts you later in the it's, game? It's or? just the, the beginning. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. So just play the demo and if you like it, buy the game. I think it's really cool that the developers did a demo, you know, not, not a ton now do. Yeah. But um so I don't know. That's just one thing I wanted to add. Okay. Is there anything else? Um No, not really. Yeah, to kind of wrap up my my final thoughts. I think this is a 
if you like MMOs and you you like storytelling and you like a, you know a big open world that you can just kind of get lost in, but you know the if you like those, that's great. This is unlike those in the way that you can't really play other things while you're trying to play this game. I don't think because you will there will be mechanics that you forget. There will be things about it that you forget. It's very much like an MMO in that you are trying to kind of live in this world and you will forget things that are important that you learn at the very beginning of the game and it's like, oh, I completely forgot about this thing. Um, and that's good and bad in that as gamers for the most part, and, and I, I do feel like there's a reason this came to a PC audience first um, because, you know, PC gamers for the most part are more hardcore, I would say, uh, as a whole than console gamers. And I feel like, in a way, this is kind of a hardcore game um, because it requires a lot of it. It requires a lot of your time and a lot of attention, just like any other MMO would. So if you don't have, and I really feel like there's, you know, there's lots of JRPG things about this too, where you know, battle mechanics and and things about the battle and things about items and just the whole the whole deal. I feel like it's very you, you need to play this game for a large chunk of time before you decide to step away from it. Yeah, I agree. Like if you're if you're the completionist type person, I could I'm sure people would have to spend hundreds of hours if you really wanted to complete the game because there's just that much material there. Easily. From yeah. what I can tell so far. Yeah. Well, and I feel like I've raked the first area and like there's a little mini map that shows you kind of like almost like how Destiny shows you Oh, like there's a lost sector with an item over here. And I feel like I did a pretty good job of combing the area for items and like hidden boxes and stuff like that. But it's still saying that I'm missing like 10 of those. So there's definitely things you can do. There's there's main quests, there's side quests, there's chore quests, there's th secrets in the game that you can find. You know, there's all kinds of secrets that you can find in the game. Um, it's really depending on what you want to do. But if, the, if you're going to get this game, I would say don't don't get this game and like play other games along with it like this or you know you can but like you can play you could probably play other multiplayer games like you know like a pvp type thing but as far as like a story or you know like an experience mm. like this kind of has to take the place of your triple a experience in some ways yeah definitely because yeah, you agree. will forget like you you will i know for a fact you will because i've done it um, yeah, it happens to me too. Yeah, and I mean, and, and that's not a bad thing to say. I just don't think this is really a, a game. If I would have been 10, 11, 12, 13 years old and this would have been the only game that I had, I would have been in heaven because oh, yeah. you could have spent hours and hours and hours and hours and hours looking for everything. And, you know, you would have been the weird kid at the playground, like talking about cross code, and people are like, well, what's cross code? You know what I mean? And, yeah. Um, or that game came out a year ago. Why are you still playing that game? It's like, oh, well, there's a multitude of things to do and I'm just now finding some of these newer things to do. So I'm a little sad we weren't able to complete the game, but at the same time it would have taken to give the game the the credit it deserves. Um it would have taken a really long time and um I agree. you know, it's it feels like they're always adding I think they've they've added some stuff to this game as well. So, you know, and they're going to be adding more stuff, more DLC um coming or a DLC pack that's coming especially to the console versions. So. Now, is the game coming out for all consoles? Uh, PS4, Xbox One, and Switch. So, yeah, I think all yeah, consoles. Yeah, cool. So 20 That's bucks. awesome. I think that'll be a, a really big break yeah, for I the think game, it will hopefully. Too. I think it will, too. I think I'm going to release uh, this game or this review on release day for consoles. 
yeah. um, you know, and see what happens. But uh, yeah, I, I can't say enough good things about the game. I definitely think that it's critic the criticisms I have for it are definitely for a niche audience and not necessarily the overall gamer. I think this game is incredible overall. Mm. Um, and even though I feel like the, the conversation has been relatively critical, it's been, you, you criticize the things you love. So yeah, for sure. I'm excited to play this game on PlayStation and get them trophy tropes. Um, but yeah, I, I, I might buy, I don't know. I might buy it on switch too. We'll see. I can, I want to play it on switch. I, here's the thing. It would be so dope if there was a way to, you know, cross cross play. So it's like, if I buy it on PlayStation, will my file carry over to my yeah, Steam or my my Switch? That's like, that's like the main thing. I really don't want to start over. Yeah, which who knows? They you know Radical Fish. They might implement something where you can do that. So maybe, hopefully. Yeah. Well, Hayden, I think it's time to score this bad boy. Unless you have something else you want to say. Uh no, I've never. I didn't know we were doing a score. I'm excited. Uh yeah, score time. Now, uh, here at the Wannabe Critic, our scores are basically um, based off of overall enjoyment. And some people on the show are more critical than others. And for me, a criticism can really affect your overall enjoyment of a game. So if you choose to put that critical lens on, that's going to affect your score. But if you don't, then your score is your score is going to be different than mine based off of different reasons. So there's no reason to get up in arms if someone gives something a different score, even a much different score than the other person. So I'm gonna let you go first, and I didn't I didn't tell you we were gonna score it, but let me know what you think. Well, out of out of ten, ten being this game nearly perfect, near near perfectly executes what it sets out to do, because no game is perfect. What what would you give this game? Um, so should this be like like 100% personal bias, like how much I enjoy playing the game, or should it just be like? how I feel like the game is crafted. Yeah. I think you need to, I think you need to have kind of a, an, a, a, a good mix of subjectivity and objectivity. So thinking about what you're thinking about what your subject is and how you feel about it. That's kind of the hard part is formulating that score. So, yeah. yeah. Like overall craftsmanship and playability of the game. I give it, like a 7.5 okay closer to an 8 okay right on as far as like playability for me 6.5 okay so uh, you know a relatively average score yeah yeah okay well my score is a little bit different um i think taking what you said into consideration um you know based off of skill type and things like that i feel the type of people that this game is going to draw in, I think they're really going to like this game. Um, it is not perfect. There are going to be minor things that it's like, man, I wish they would have gotten with the program on this. Um, or, you know, maybe not been, not wanting to try and sell that idea of nostalgia so bad. Um, but I, overall, I think the game is great. I really do. I think it, it's, it does a really good job of trying to do what it's going to do. I do have minor irritations with it at times but overall it's different than most things you're going to buy and i think that alone uh, definitely warrants a lot of my enjoyment of the game is like well i've never really played anything like this and the things i have played like this it's been you know 60 dollar experiences so i'm mm -hmm. gonna go ahead and give it an 8.5 i think it's definitely worth your time overall um i think you're really going to enjoy it if, if you decide to pick it up and if should you make this the, the main game you're going to play yeah i think it's a no-brainer 
So yeah, I think I think the game is summed up really well with just being it's charming and challenging at the same time. Charming and challenging. That's well put. Yeah. Very nice. Um, also, you know, this game has overwhelmingly positive reviews on Steam. I think it has a 9 out of 10 on Steam. Mm-hmm. There's people who have hundreds and hundreds of hours put in this game. Um, if you want to go read their reviews, obviously, uh, you know, do it. I think there was one review I read on Steam that said something like, who knew that the best MMO was actually a single-player experience, which, you know, it, 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 you think about it, you have an isolated world with that feeling but it's a single player 2d game like it's mm-hmm. it's just bonkers but yeah i really enjoyed talking about this game with you hayden i really enjoyed you know taking this few month long journey to kind of play through the game i'm going to finish it i know we kind of held back in a way because we knew the console versions were coming but we didn't know when i thought they were going to be out earlier than they were mm-hmm. but you know um i know this game i'll be excited to talk about this game whenever it's you know on console and uh, maybe do another little review with with some other people from Game Club. So thank you for taking the time, Hayden, to do these episodes, man. I hope you had a good time. Happy to be here. Happy to talk about such a magnificent game. It is a magnificent game. Well, that is about that. That's about it for us here on Game Club. Uh, you can find us at the Wannabe Critic on all social media platforms, pretty much any podcasting platform for the most part you can find us uh well this is game club but you know under wannabe critic productions we have several podcast feeds um if you want to go check those out that would be awesome you can go to wannabecritic.com find us there you can find me at on instagram at the wannabe critic um there's a bunch of ways to get in touch with us if you get if you visit the website you have something you want us to talk about definitely hit us up we would really appreciate it um hayden you are uh, a part of another podcast. Uh, Hayden has kind of joined the wannabe family for a couple of projects we have going on, but he has his own deal. So Hayden, I'm going to let you take take it away with that. All right. Well, I am part of the Mashed Potatoes podcast. We are a sit down and talk type show. It's a comedy to some people. Some people it's cringy, but yeah, just me and my friend sit down. We talk about a wide variety of subjects. So that sounds like something you're interested in it's the mashed potatoes podcast we're available on all platforms as well so check us out there you go from horse's mouth yourself well that about does it for us here at game club ladies and gentlemen thank you so much for tuning in we will see you next time definitely keep an eye out for our new game reviews coming uh bi-weekly uh sometimes more we've been doing one-offs here and there um to you know kind of just keep the feed alive and kind of give it some diversity me and my buddy jace we just uh you know another club another club member um we just reviewed bastion probably one of the greatest probably the greatest indie game ever made uh definitely go check that out it's on youtube.com backslash the wannabe critic podcast you can find it there But thank you so much for joining us, and thank you for preparing yourselves for a plethora of hot takes and potentially unpopular opinions. We'll see you next time. Say goodbye, Hayden. Peace.